Welcome to House of Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message from this past Sunday. For more information about other messages or events at House of Hope, visit www.ihope.today. Of the Spirit, I've heard lots of um, Dave Nelson 
We're in Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23. And you teach Sunday school. That's the scary part of all this. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. I love you, man. Um, it's like, okay, God, I have these in my life. So let's just read what um, Paul wrote to the church in the the Galatians, he says, but the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So we know that, right? Like it's love, joy, peace. It's, it's probably the first memory verse you have. And it's like, okay, God, I have all these things. I have love. I love, I love my spouse. I love my family. I have joy. I have, I have peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. So I'm good, right? Interesting fact, <laughs> I found this out. The time when the fruits of the Spirit start to really get activated is when times of trial start coming. Because this is a supernatural kind of peace, love, joy, uh, oh, night of a state in order. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Those are, those are things that the Holy Spirit starts to invade us with. Through this process, actually, got talking with the nurse that we have to see every once in a while, just to, but she teaches us how to do things if Levi's blood sugar gets really low. This was great on Friday, where we're talking, hey, your kid's passed out, he's having a seizure on the floor. What do you do? I'm like, I have no idea. Just pray and hope that it doesn't. But they taught us how to use the, what's it called again? Glucagon. What it is, it's sugar on steroids. So if he ever drops and you can't get them, we give them this needle. It's like, okay, that's exaggeration. But it's like that big. And you got to just kind of go and push it into them, and then it wakes them up. And it's like, man, just every day, put them poking them with needles and poking them and poking them and poking them and poking them and poking them. It's, and he's four. That's the hard part. But when Ash was talking to the nurse, and it's like, yeah, asked, how are you guys doing? I said, you know what? We're doing actually really well. He's like, uh, okay. Um, what, what do you mean you're doing well? Gosh, well, things are going pretty good. You know, we're getting a handle on this. We've just, as a family, we've just uh, tackled this head on. And this is just the way we're going to look at life, and we're going to continue to believe God for healing. And she said, you know, I'm really surprised. Because a lot of families, that when they get this, they just go off the handle, and they really struggle with it, and it's... Nash and I said, where do we want to draw our strength from? Because I had lots of peace prior to this. I really did. Life's going great, and all so on and so forth, but then, boom, this happens. And it was a blessing in the sense that we found out there's something wrong with Levi, and we can, we can address the issue. However, it's not what we wanted to hear. You know, and how, how many times do we hear that? It's, I'm glad I found this, but I'm not glad. So now, God's asking, hey, where are you going to draw your strength from? And I'm not saying God did this. That's not what I'm saying. God is in the midst of this and saying, hey, draw to me, draw to me. Because the thing is, is back, if we go back to when I was like, even 20, the way I would handle it is, hey, I'm going to go out with my buddies. Self-medicate. Try to alleviate the pain. Try to get through it, navigate it the best way I can. Well, the problem with doing that is you got another problem that just came up because it's like, hey, you just spent all of our grocery money. 
or whatever, 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 fill in the blanks. But God is asking, where do you want to draw your peace from? Where do you want to draw your patience from? Even though you've got to chase them around the house. Another one is kind of saying, I don't know why God did this to me at the last month. I just want to slap him, but it's like I won't because he's God. I'm working with this individual, just like Debbie Downer. Oh, man, if your name's Debbie, I'm sorry, you're probably a wonderful person. But this guy is just ridiculous. I've said to him, why don't you just quit, man? Just quit. You're driving me up the wall and I smash your head against the window in the truck. And everything can go wrong. I understand you're going through these issues, etc., etc. Now, I'm going to just say my kindness and my gentleness definitely were not shining. I had different fruits that were wanting to blossom out. I'm going to get to that later. There's two different sets of fruits here, and this is great. But we're going to look at the good fruit kind of right now. And my lovely wife loves to challenge me because she's like, it takes the heat off you talking to me about things I'm doing wrong in my life. It's like, whatever. He's reading this book by Chris Valentin, and and he had this individual, same situation. Please help me if I quote this Okay, it's coming back to me. Sorry, ADH moment, right? He plays basketball. He loves playing basketball. Horrible basketball player. Worst basketball player he's ever, you've ever imagined. And he would go to the YMCA down there, meet up with a bunch of guys, and be like, hey, we're going to pick teams, like schoolyard stuff. And they're like, hey, pick, 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 pick. And Chris would always get picked last. <laughs> to the point that he would go home just like, sobbing to his wife, I just really like playing basketball, I wish they wouldn't pick me last, and I know I'm not that good, but I love the game, and you know, so on and so forth, and so God just said to him, you know what, Chris, why don't you just bless them, bless them with your with your wealth, and he's like, I don't know what that means, so like, there's, there was a guy on the team that would save as much money as he could to try to buy a uh, membership to the YMCA, but every year it would really put strain on his family, so God put it on Chris's heart to why don't you buy that guy's pass? So then that way, two of them, two guys, he did this with two guys, thank you. So then he would give them, here, guys, this is on you, this is on, you know, go for it. I know you love playing and you love coming out. It changed the atmosphere in those guys. They started looking at Chris like, oh, wait a minute, this guy legitimately cares about us. He started getting picked. He started, you know, really be able to open a door to witness and to talk to them and say, hey, this is who God is. So with this guy I'm working with, I'm like, get grief. I'm like, good for Chris, though. Right on. And when, if I ever get a chance to meet him, I'll be like, good for you, buddy. But you don't know this guy. And it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. How many of these people did Jesus run into? Countless. We don't know this guy. We don't, you don't know Zacchaeus. He's up on the tree. Hey, come to mind. And Jesus came to, hey, thanks, buddy. Came to um, his house for supper. Ash said to me, why don't you next time you guys go for coffee, buy us coffee. And I'm okay. My friend is buying the journeyman coffee. Kind of weird, but all right, I'll do it. So we go to Tim Hortons, and he gets his coffee, he gets his bank card out, because he's going to pay for both of us. And I said, I got it. I don't pay for it. He just stood there and he looked at me. Don't make 
just think that I like you now. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I don't like you either. So let's, we're just going to move on. We did our job. I kept doing this from time to time. Eventually, I got to the point where he would look at me and say, you know what, Dan? You did good work today. You did a really good job today. Good work, good work, good work. We recently did a hot water tank together. And he said to me, after it all, he looks up to me and he went like this. Crushed it today. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I started changing the atmosphere. I started to show kindness to him when he felt like, well, I'm a victim. Nobody likes me. Like God likes you. God likes you so much that he wants to shower kindness. And that, that's a big difference of love and life. I love my, my wife, but some days I don't like her. Right? But she's the same way. Some days she wakes up, she's like, oh, I love you, Dan, but right now, oh, I just don't like you. And I don't know why, I'm getting that a lot lately. It's weird. <laughs> but you know what? So you love me, right? You just move on. But it's good to be like. And you know, the thing is, is he was producing bad fruit, the guy I was working with. Because we can still produce fruit, whether it's good or bad. And I just remember back to when um, Benny was here and he talked about that. And it's your choice what you do with that fruit. If someone's bringing anger, resentment, or whatever, you can totally take that fruit and bite into it and say, yeah, yeah, that's how gossip starts. That's how slander and, and bringing people down. Look at our, the election that's coming up. That seems to be the way to do it nowadays. You find as much dirt and much crap as you can on the other guy, and then that's how we're going to run our campaign. It's really sad. What if somebody went with the good fruit and said, you know what? This is what we want to do. This is how we want to do it. Rise above. But it's that supernatural. And you know, as Ash and I have been walking through this and saying, okay, God, what is the fruit that you want to plant in our hearts that we know we have? We know we have joy, we know we have, but we want to take it to that next level. We want to go to the next level. We want the Holy Spirit to take the love and just, like you said earlier, impact our community. Not say, I love Cranberry, but how do I legitimately love Cranberry? How do I reach out to my neighbor? How do I show them that they mean the world to me? We have been blessed with the neighbors that Ash and I have. We've been, the last couple times, we have been giving them out of our garden. We've been giving them food and things like that. And now um, my neighbor and I, he's, like, he could be my grandpa. But we watch each other's houses, no problem. We've built that connection where it's like, hey, you guys want to come over for a coffee? You guys are really mature for your age. It's not us. It's God working in us. Because God gets you to grow quick. Ash was saying something through all this, and I wanted to I wanted to throw this at you with whatever it is that you're going through. He said, you know, I don't know what it is that God's trying to bring us through right now, but it's going to be awesome. God doesn't do things just mediocre. I just think about the, the time when Jesus turned water into wine. At the end of it all, it was the best. Because at those times, they brought out, because everyone was so gassed up, they brought out the old stuff, and it's like, here you go, they'll never tell. But Jesus brought out the best at the end, and he did it with abundance. It's going to be awesome. But what's in store for Levi and for us, I don't know, but it's going to be awesome. Um, 
this just don't work. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know what? This is this. Uh, oh, wow. I did really great for time. I'm very proud of myself. Um, <laughs> you know, this is, this is kind of another thing I've, t- I've took encouragement with. But it's like, that doesn't sound very encouraging. Turn to John 16, please. And what makes it encouraging is the fact that Jesus is not oblivious to life. Go to 33, please. And I'm going to read this out of my, my NASB because it uses nice, harsher words. Jesus is talking to everybody here, and he says, These things I've spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. Okay. In him we may have peace. Well, why? Why do we need to do this? Because he says, In the world you will have tribulation. But take courage, I've overcome the world. Mic drop. I feel like he could have just mic dropped that. Because we are going to find tribulations. People think, once you become a Christian, ah, your life is all put together. Hallelujah. Jesus is doing everything. Yeah, but you know, he's bringing, he's like standing behind you being like, you got this. You got this. Lord, I don't have it. I know. That's why I'm with you. I'm not leaving you. But take courage. I've already, I've already defeated this. I've already faced that situation. I took it to the cross with me. You get to fight out of the hand of victory, not of defeat. Amen. Come on, does that not get anyone going? Am I the only one that's like, hey, that's pretty sweet? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sister Kathleen. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. That's good. Because if you're not feeling pushed, it's like, what am I doing? I don't know. I don't know why I had to say that. But it's like, what are you doing? If you're not feeling the push and the Holy Spirit and the whole tribulation, or not tribulation, sorry, wrong word, triune, or the Trinity, thank you, God, pushing, what are you doing? We can't just be back row Baptists. As my dad is. The best. <laughs> He's the best. And we love him for it. It's like, hey God, I'm saying yes to you. When you say yes to God, you're taking that step of faith saying, God, I'm saying yes, but I know you're with me. I'm just thinking of some of the people that have left their homes in Alberta and said, I'm coming because this is what God said. Yeah. That's okay. Get excited about that. Get excited. I know exactly what it is you're going through. We left Rocky, and it was like, oh, man, i got to do things all over. But you know what? The best decision I ever made, it felt like God just left us. And I remember talking to my dad about this. I said, Dad, I just feel like God's done with me. He says, you know what, bud? God's not done with you. He's never going to be. He said, the time God's going to be done with you is the time you go into glory. And I said, I can't believe you just said that, Dad. That is the most profound thing I've ever heard out of that man's lips, other than his driving mouth, which we don't need to talk about that. Please pray for Ken Meldrum. But the reality is, is God is going to move you. But he's going to give you the tools to do it. He's going to give you, I promise, promise, if you say yes to God, he's going to fill you with the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. He's going to give you a supernatural love. He's going to give you a supernatural joy, peace, patience, goodness, 
He's going to give you that for every situation you go through. It's, the question is, is what are you going to do with it? Because I've always said this, and I'll say it to the day I die. God is a gentleman. Hey, Kathy, I love that picture you're going to take right now. Is that good? Come on, okay? <laughs> is God is a gentleman. He's not going to push himself on you unless you need it. But the thing is, is he's going to be gentle and say, we got this together. Like with Levi. We're trying to figure out how the heck are we going to give his insulin on his own because his numbers are getting a little crazy. And I'm his dad. I love him with all my heart. So I said, bud, we're going to try this in the bun. So I just got him and, and he's like, whoa, what? I wasn't doing it to hurt my son. I wasn't doing it because I was disappointed with him because I loved him. And it's like, hey, bud, let's try a different way. God's not going to say, we're going to do it a different way because I said so. Well, what? He's going to come in love. He's going to come in kindness and in gentleness and say, hey, friend, we got however he speaks to you. Maybe to Jeff and I, he's a little blunt. And to some people, it's like, well, that's rude, Lord. Jeff and I need that, if you haven't noticed. We need that blunt two by four to the face. And it's okay, because we know, hey, God, you still love us. Because you're hitting us with the, with the board. Dave, it's probably different for you. It's, it's different. It's the same way. Okay. We're not alone, Jeff. Hallelujah. But the thing is, is God's going to talk to you in a way that you will know it's him. He's going to come in that still, small voice. And he's going to say, I'm proud of you. We got this. That's why I've given you the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised us we were never going to be alone, and we're not. Sometimes it feels like we're alone, but it's because God's drawn us closer to him. God, where are you? Look at David. He was like, oh, man, just all over the place. It was because God was calling him closer and closer and closer and closer to him. So on that note, that's pretty good for, like, losing my notes this week. And, wow, thank you, Lord. Whew. I don't know. That was for somebody. Maybe it was just for me, but... Um, you know, you got this. You really, really do. God has you in, in the perfect place. It may not feel perfect. It may not feel awesome. But you know what? You're going to come out and it's going to be awesome. Whatever it is you're going through, it's going to be awesome. That I can guarantee you. What is going to, you know, if God was to show us, and we would talk about this in Bible college, but if God was going to show us what the end result was going to look like, there's no way we would be doing some of the stuff we do. Because it's like, God, I want that now. Or, God, I don't want to do that. It's a process. It's, it's a relationship. It's God taking us through that. So, on that note, please stand. Hmm. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are here in this place. You are here. God, so we truly more and we definitely have more. God, you are here. Father, I thank you that you have not ever once left us. God, I thank you that you are constantly with us wherever we go. And Father, I just want to pray for a for a harvest of fruit. Just a supernatural harvest in everybody, God. God, this is my fam jam, and I just want to stand with them in all of it. God, I thank you for them. I thank you that we, we come together and as 
said earlier, God, we have so much fun with you. And I thank you for that joy, that's, that supernatural joy that you've put into us, God. That it's okay to have fun, God. And we sometimes look at it as it's not okay, but God, with you, it is so perfect and so okay, God. And so, Father, as we leave this place this morning, pray that there will be no wet blankets that are outside the door waiting to try to put out this fire, God. We pray that the fire will be so hot, it'll just whoosh, evaporate it, and burn the towel up, God. Satan, you have no hold on this family. We just, as Deanne was saying earlier, we're just going to break that chain right now. You have no hold over our children. You have illness. You be gone in Jesus' name. And we just want to continue to pray for the people who, who have illnesses, God. We know you're going to break through in it, God. We know that you're always in the mood of, to heal. God, and we just want to call down jobs for people. God, and we just we declare that as a house. We're not going to give up, and we're going to continue to circle all this in prayer, God. Because we love you, and we know you are the great provider, and you are perfect that you've chosen us as your children. God, it's such a, a privilege and I'm just so thankful, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Perfect. You guys are getting it. I love it. Thanks for listening to our Sermon of the Week. Our desire is that you will be changed by the love of the Father and the power of His presence. For more information about House of Hope, visit us at www.ihope.today.